Good evening, well, maybe morning, <laughs> afternoon, everybody. I don't know. As you can tell by the look in my eyes, I didn't sleep a damn wink last night. I was reading everything I could read, watching everything I could watch about Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. But welcome back to another sort of concocted episode of the Fixated <laughs> Podcast. I'm Mike Azalina, and I'm joined by my good buddy, Regzy Boo. Bud, thanks for this idea. I love it. Yeah, I just I don't, I was doing the, I was doing the same thing this morning. I just fell right asleep because I get exhausted very quickly. Not unsurprising. <laughs> um, but I woke up and I've watched every YouTube video just like you. And then I was like, you know what? We put we posted those videos on Twitter and YouTube that we you know our reactions to the picks last night. And I was like, we gotta throw something together for the audio feed. Uh, so we're jumping on real quick, recording this intro. We're gonna throw together our reaction our reactions to you know pick nine and pick 30 uh and then yeah we'll go from there i just thought it'd be something nice for our audio listeners who usually like to download us and listen on the car or at work or wherever it is yeah so basically what you're gonna hear is right after pick 10 regs and i got on and reacted um pretty naturally nothing scripted nothing prepared just sort of talked back and forth about you know what went down and and how they landed Jalen and then we did the same thing at like 12 15 last night (laughs) after the Nolan Smith pick we're 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 very exhausted and probably sound like we're rambling but then we even have a, a brief conversation about what could happen uh with with Friday's uh situation and and how that could pan out for for the Eagles what's there what could be there where where they could end up going could they trade what could that look like why they should trade why they shouldn't trade there's a whole lot of conversation about that too so um we certainly are excited about what day one looked like for the birds and uh feel like how he deserves his you know mold in canton already uh he is on a heater regs the guy <laughs> is on a freaking heater right now Just keep it running it's unbelievable. Baby. Keep it running. So uh, we hope you enjoy it. Thanks for, you know, listening as always. And make sure you follow and subscribe to everything uh, as you go. We'll just say that here because we're not going to do any follow-up or anything like that. Um, and Regs, just correct me if I'm wrong, but what we plan to do is Sunday night, we're just going to have a Sixers dedicated podcast. Yep, that's right. And then um, our weekly version on thursday we'll recap the whole draft yep if if we if we feel like there's a reason to do another sort of one of these after tomorrow where we can kind of just react to whatever's left we can do something brief and then really dive into the draft come thursday that's the plan Um, you you might see another reaction vid up on youtube or twitter make sure you're following and subscribed like as he said uh so you might see something quick there maybe after day two just giving a quick little recap but We'll go, we'll deep dive into it, you know, next Thursday when we got the full pod. We'll go over the Sixers games that have already happened and, you know, what's going on with the Phillies as they go through a little tough stretch here with some good teams. All that stuff will be on Thursday. Like you said, Saturday, Sunday will be that that Sixers preview for the Celtics series. So awesome. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoy the reaction pod uh, here. The, the very natural, <laughs> innate, like in the moment, let's go get it podcast uh, that we had a lot of fun recording last night but enjoy take care and we'll talk to you all on monday morning thanks everybody go birds go birds go howie regs dreams do come true baby dreams do come true
Oh, Listen, buddy. what I mean, just the absolute nonstop text messaging that we've been doing over the last, I don't know what, um, like at hour least an and hour, half. right? Yeah. Yeah. As, as every pick has been, as every pick has been drawn off the board and we're sitting here like he's still there. He's still there. How we go get him. How we go get him after an hour and a half of the draft, the Eagles get their guy, Jalen Carter, defensive lineman, arguably the best player in this draft um, to anchor an already deep and talented defensive line. So we've talked about it. I've mocked him in pretty much every opportunity that I've had. They had to move up to get him regs like one spot. It was clear the Bears were taking him. Yeah. H- how are you feeling right now? I'm feeling great. Again, to just swap picks and for a fourth next year seems like nothing for the kind of talent that this guy possesses. Um, right. And at a position which is going to be of need because you do have older guys on this line with Fletcher and Brandon Graham who aren't going to be playing for that much longer. And to sort of solidify the middle of that defensive line with Carter, you know, it just, you're picking, this is what happens. The Eagles got into a trend of picking from blue chip programs. You pick these guys who play in these pro style defenses and these pro style offenses, guys who are like, go to college saying, I want to win championships. Like this is what my school does. Like, you see the talent that comes out of it, and you see how these guys are NFL players. They made a good point of it on the draft coverage on ESPN. Like, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, even N'Kobe Dean, Hassan Reddick, you know, Josh Sweat, they're not going to let this guy mess up what this team has in the locker room as an organization, the reputation of this organization. They're not going to allow it. So now, this guy couldn't be in a better spot to prove who he is and now it's up to him. It's up to him. He's surrounded by the best possible situation that could happen to go and make the most out of his talent. And and you know to add to it, the, what happened in in Athens is terrible. I mean, it's sure. brutal. Like I, it's awful what happened and what he was involved in. And there's no excuse for it. But you could see the emotion, yeah, on his face when he got picked. And yeah. you can see that there's been a lesson learned. And that he's grateful for the opportunity to still mm-hmm. be drafted and still have the chance to play at, at the NFL level. And Regs, I, I you know, we, we're we're keeping this pretty short, but I just I just want to highlight what this is going to be like for offensive lines to have to block he and Jordan Davis for the next eight to ten years. Yeah, um, they are two monsters and two guys who led a team to a national title. Uh, Two years ago, and and Rags, here's the thing. Jalen Carter was the best player on that defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he was the best player on this year's Georgia defense. He he is an incredible talent who made a really dumb decision one night. Yep. And I I you could see the the just the emotion pouring mm-hmm. off of him, and and we're thankful to have him in Philadelphia for sure. We'll do a full recap of of the pick uh, in our in one of our next episodes for sure. But one thing that you just have to take away from this is it, this is the guy they wanted. How we made sure that he was going to get him. Mm-hmm. This was this was their target. That's this right. was one of their and you know we we talk about not drafting for need and I don't think the intent was to draft for need. But when your need is to get deeper and younger on the defensive line, yeah, and the best defensive lineman in the draft 
drops to you, at least interior defensive lineman drops to you in the draft, that far, top three player in the draft, you do how he did, which yeah. is go up one spot to get him. Yeah. So just another masterclass by Howie Roseman. We won't even remember that we had that pick come next year because we have a, a 97 picks <laughs> to take next year. So kudos, great pick. Jordan Davis, now a Philadelphia Eagle. I don't know what number he's going to wear because 88 is spoken for at the moment. So we'll we'll be excited to see. Can't wait to see how it goes, there. man. We um will... We'll keep you guys posted on what's going on. We're excited about this pick. It was the right pick. It's the right call by Howie Roseman. Um, we'll talk to you all later, and, and go birds. Go birds, baby. Well, Regs, this is what we call an A-plus evening. Listen, that's, I'm going to rely on you for a lot of this reaction. Again, you're taking another guy from a championship-caliber college defense, so I'm not mad about it. I mean, I'm I'm just going to come out right out right off the gas, and say that this is a dude and I'm trying to see if I took him in any of the mocks that I did. I don't believe I, I don't did. think so. I think I talked about him yeah. on our show, but I don't think I did. No, I didn't. Nope. Never mind. Um, I think I talked about him in the episode, not this past one, but the one before it where I took Jalen Carter at 10 and I got to 30 and Michael Mayer was there, and yeah, I couldn't yeah, pass yeah. it up. Yeah. Which ended up being the case, which is wild to me right. that that happened tonight. And here's the thing. This is a... The, I, I can't believe that the rest of the NFL allowed for Nolan Smith to get to the Eagles at 30. Uh, so someone, is, someone tweeted, this is the line. Hassan Reddick. Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat, Jalen Carter, Williams. Who's that? Milton Williams. Yeah, Milton Williams. Thank you. Brandon Graham, Smith, Davis. All it said is this is absurd. It, it, like, so someone, <laughs> someone tweeted earlier that after they drafted Carter, an NFL, an NFC East um, assistant coach texted him and was just like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they added Nolan, Nolan Smith, who by all means would have been a top 10 pick without a torn peck. Yeah. He's so, so a, a, an Eagles. He's just like an Eagles personality on Twitter that I follow, but he dedicates his life to the draft and all draft season. All he's been talking about is Nolan Smith, Nolan Smith, Nolan Smith. And tonight after the pick, he goes, so the Eagles just added Fletcher Cox and Von Miller. Oh, there you go. That, that's that's what you're talking about. The bend that this guy has around the edge, his speed off the edge, his ability to play the run, his ability to get to the passer. This pick at 30 feels like teams are just like, well, the Eagles are just going to be the Eagles and we're just going to be fine with that. Both sides of the ball, the line is unbelievably talented and deep. What this just did was from this point on, how he can do it every once in this draft. Yeah, he really, yeah. He, they just, what did we talk about? What, what did we talked about? Fix the line right away and then go. Right. Now they need to go. Now they, now just, just for fun, go get Kaylee Ringo in the second round, the, <laughs> the cor the corner from Georgia and just make it a whole right, Georgia just the party. Entire party. Yep. The Philadelphia dogs, baby. That's right. Like, uh, so 
the, this team had this this Georgia team won two natties. They had one of the best defenses in college football history. And the Eagles have four of the best players from that defense. And and I listened to the sort of NBC's, NBC's reaction. They had Matthew Barry and a couple of fantasy guys. And the one guy was like, uh, Smith was the leader outside of N'Kobe Dean yeah. on that well, defense. Well, they were together. Right, they exactly. Were, That's what I mean. Tonight. They were together tonight. N'Kobe yeah. was there yeah. at, his, at his house. And... So someone said there, you know, there are reasons why Les Bowen, who always finds a way to be negative, like that guy, <laughs> I I don't think he has lived a full day of life feeling good. And said he was like, while I while I do believe this has been a great night for the Eagles, I'll give him that. He started with with saying that. He said, There's a reason why guys drop. We'll see what happens. Yeah, there are. There, there are always reasons, and sometimes they're real and sometimes they're not. Yeah. And in this case, it's it's truly hard to imagine that a guy who was a top ten prospect, he tore his pack. That like he tore his pack. He had a bad injury. Guys get hurt all of the time. I don't think that like if if it was a leg yeah, right. injury, I'd feel very differently about right. his ability to do the things that he did well. Yeah. Before the injury, the, they'll have to figure out if it's messed with his strength. But clearly, at thirty. But also, there's I, there's zero pressure on this guy at thirty. There's not there's a whole no, lot of risk in general. There's no reason. Like we have our our guys in Reddick and Sweat. Yeah. Like there's not pressure on this guy to have even double digit sacks. No. In no. his first in in his first year or even his second. Like there's not pressure on this guy to have to succeed above his means in his first or second year there's just not but like when you get the ta- when you get that kind of talent and there's no pressure on them that's when you can focus on their development and making them into a true NFL player like that's what this is yeah. at the end of Day one, or when I woke up this morning, if you'd have told me that the Eagles were coming out of day one with, (laughs) like, I, I still can't. Like, if you were to tell me they were going to come out of this with Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith, and Bijan Robinson is not in the division. Yeah, what a weird pick that was. (laughs) But I like if if that's what you were telling me coming out of tonight that I'd be going to sleep with. And by, by that, I mean, just laying in bed, like picturing how Roseman, not being able to, not being able to sleep because <laughs> like Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith are they're they're difference makers pretty much right away. Mm-hmm. And I, I said it in previous episodes that the Eagles are in a position to draft for for value for need for fun and they kind of hit all of it in two picks in two very flashy picks by taking these two guys yeah so all that being said a very 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 good first night for howie roseman who has two picks tomorrow at 62 and 64 now because of that trade up i i'd anticipate he's gonna try and move back a little bit to 
grab some extra capital because after that, they do not pick until the seventh round. Yeah. So I'd anticipate 62 or 64. He might move back and grab some extra capital to yeah. have on day three. And he can parlay that into more. I, I think that's likely. But day one is an A-plus regs. And it, it, was, it was a night... It was a night where you're sitting there and you're like, this isn't going to happen. There's no way Carter's getting them. And right. then Carter gets them. And as the as the draft continues, I'm I'm sitting there. I'm like, how is Nolan Smith still on the board? How is this guy still on the board? He's still on the board. I texted you. I was like, the, the league's going to let us get Nolan Smith. Yeah. And they got Nolan Smith. Right. So the Eagles defense got a lot better. I, I, I understand the conversation around the secondary that was happening on ESPN and, and how, you know, they thought maybe Brian, uh, uh, Brian Branch would be the guy. That that they would take there, but I I don't think I don't think they had to. I think you know they they built themselves in the trenches. They that's their goal. That's their scheme. That doesn't change, and they're in really good shape heading into tomorrow. Two picks tomorrow. I'd assume that turns that turns into one, maybe two, with an extra pick rolling around on on uh, Saturday afternoon. So yeah. It's a great day, Regs. It was great. Again, I I'm not into this as much as you, but I can I can realize when you've picked the absolute talent. Like that's what you've gotten. And to do it for just giving up a fourth round pick next year, it's yeah, it's ideal. It's literally ideal. Yeah. It, um, that, it, was it a fourth? Is that what they gave up? It was a fourth yeah, next year? Yep. Yeah. And they they technically gave up a fifth for to move up for um, pick sixty four tomorrow. But again, sure, they have but like, they, again they have they have ten picks next year. Yeah. So and and a fourth and a fifth at the at the end of the day doesn't change what you're going to be able to do in next year's draft with ten picks. Right. So they're in such good shape right now, and what they just did takes care of a need next year you don't have to worry about the line you, yeah. you just don't you're 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 set mm -hmm. you're set on the defensive line next year and can focus in other places right so just a tremendous tremendous night for howie roseman and for the eagles and we sleep well tonight knowing that tomorrow there are two more picks that lay in his hands and he's going to do something creative with those two picks howie You've earned all of the trust <laughs> and that you that my ode to Howie right now to to send us off. This this guy has cleaned up his act since the Jalen Rager pick. Yeah. There, there I, I look at every draft since then, since 2020. And honestly, looking back at 2020 now, mm -hmm. you took Jalen in the second. Quez was in that draft. Driscoll was in that draft. It, it ended up not being an overall terrible draft at all. You got your franchise quarterback and a couple of other contributors. I think a good draft regs is two to four guys that are really good to just roll contributors. Yeah. You need two good players coming out of a draft for it to be successful. Since then, they've nailed it, man. Like mm -hmm. they have absolutely nailed it. Even if you go back to like the Goddard Maddox of Sanders draft, like they they've nailed it and how he has learned from some of his other fallouts that you just draft your board yeah so that's what he did 
that's he just let the board come to him tonight and <laughs> the eagles just continue to load up on really good talent because their gm is smarter that he just runs circles around these other gms i have no idea what the lions did tonight yeah, right. i have no idea what the giants did tonight i have no idea what the jets did tonight and that's one of how he's predecessor like that's one of how he's like protégés like and i have no idea what the cowboys did tonight yeah uh, every team I, and even the commanders I looked at and I was like, what is Gonzalez? They just went pat like Christian Gonzalez was there. So uh, And again, even the Pats taking a corner is like, that wasn't your issue, man. <laughs> like right, the best player. No, absolutely. But, I'm not knocking the, the yeah, talent Christian, of that guy. Christian, yeah, Christian that Gonzalez is very good. That guy's a monster. So but He's it's just like good. it was such a Belichick pick. Again, we're getting off topic. But but it, it, the the moral of the story here is that Howie just he's head and shoulders above the rest of of the front office GMs presidents of whatever the, yeah. he is just that much better. And if you want to know how good it is, go watch Micah Parsons' reaction. Yep, Micah Parsons wants to be an eagle, and That's then AJ Brown night, jumping Dallas. right in. Good night, Dallas. Your boy wants to be an eagle so yeah he does badly yeah he so does so badly it is hilarious the the reaction he had to them <laughs> and then AJ <laughs> coming immediately and being like Micah man just just make a phone just call be an eagle. just make a just phone call eagle. brother like come on just be an eagle. could you imagine oh man could you imagine what a, what Listen, what I an think, embarrassment of riches the Eagles have right now I think it's a very simple ending. Go birds. Go birds. Thank you, Howie. We love you. And we'll see you tomorrow at pick 62.